I'm 56 years old. I've got $1.8 million in retirement investments and retirement savings. And I'm asking the question, can I retire and start a small business? That's what we're going to talk about today on the Your Financial EKG YouTube channel. My name is Drew Blackston. I'm a certified retirement counselor, investment advisor representative, and I am your virtual financial advisor, helping you get to retirement, helping you get through retirement, and protecting your ability to stay in retirement. We're going to talk about semi-retired today because I've got a really interesting case. I got a 56-year-old male, a 52-year-old female. They live in California. And he's asking the question, hey, Drew, can I retire from my current job with $1.8 million in retirement investments? And can I continue to work full time on my small business that doesn't make any income currently. So that's the case we're going to look at today. And hey, if you see the outfit here, I'm recording this on opening day for the 2022 Major League Baseball Series. Go Rays. All right. So let's get into this case. I've got a 56-year-old male, a 52-year-old female. They are in California. Okay. So state of California. So we're talking about federal taxes and California state taxes when we look at the tax scenario in this. In assets, we've got $1.8 million in total retirement investments. That's spread about between the bank, all the way to the 401k and deferred compensation. In non-liquid assets, we've got about $1.2 million. That includes a house and a car collection. So things that can't be sold easily, right? Houses, cars, things like that are non-liquid assets. In expenses, we're looking between twelve dollars and $8,000 in monthly expenses. Now, before you start talking about, oh my gosh, I can't believe their expenses are that high, there is a medical condition that we're dealing with. So there's higher expenses because of healthcare costs, as well as they live in the state of California. And I don't know if anyone watching this lives in California, but please leave in the comments how much your expenses are because people in other states like to say, oh, their expenses are too high, but they live in like Tennessee or maybe in Florida with me. California is like a whole different animal. It's like its own country out there. We need to look at a couple different things. He's retiring. We want to look at the rule of 55 and we want to look at a retirement income plan. The reason we're going to look at the rule of 55 is because this gentleman's 56 years old. Most of his money is in a 401k plan. Now what the rule of 55 says, if you leave your job, retire or quit your job in the year you turn 55 or later, so between 55 and 59 and a half, you can use your current 401k for retirement income and not pay the 10% penalty if you were pulling money out of an IRA under the age of 59 and a half. So he's 56. He's going to leave his job in this year. So we're going to use the rule of 55 for retirement income. We also want a retirement income plan because here's the thing. He's going to retire from work at 56 years old based on his current expenses. And I'm going to show you this uh, in the software. They're going to run out of money quick unless the business that he's working on full time now can start to generate some income. It does cover enough for the business to run, but they don't generate enough revenue to pay themselves as the owner. So we need to look at how long can we sustain from 56 to where before we have to start worrying? Maybe go back to work or at what point does the current business have to start paying us income and at what level is that going to get us 
to 100. That's the age we're going to shoot for. So we're looking at this new business. I just mentioned no income from the business, so no salary. It does have enough revenue to keep the business going, but there's no income to pay the owners of the business. They're in the growth phase. They're growing the business. And that's, that's what happens when you're growing a small business. A lot of times, you're not taking income off the business. Maybe you take a distribution now and then, but when you're growing a business, a lot of times there's not a lot of income coming in. Now the business is growing and making a lot of money, but you know, there's taxes, there's overhead costs, there's salaries of other employees. So they're in the growth phase. And, and now this gentleman is going to be in full-time involvement in the business where he was just kind of part-time because he was working his full-time job. Now he's going to be, or he was working his full-time job and working the small business part-time. Now it's going to be flipped. He's going to go full-time into the small business. All his attention is going to be on that. And the goal of that is to start generating that income from the business for him and his wife to live off of in semi-retirement. How long are we going to be able to do that? How long are we going to be able to sustain no income and paying taxes and retirement income off of our investments? Okay, that's what I want to get into today on the channel. Hold on. Here we go. All right, let's get into the weeds when it comes to this scenario. I'm 56, I'm 52 years old. We've got $1.8 million in retirement investments and retirement savings. And we're asking the question, can I retire from my current job and work full-time on my small business? Now, you might be thinking the same thing, and I want to help you out. If you're someone who needs help in their retirement journey, in the comment section below is a free download for you. It's called The Roadmap to Retirement. It's going to talk about retirement income, retirement strategies. Download that booklet. It's free to you. And if you want to meet with me, there's a little box. You select yes on that box, and I will get in touch with you, and we'll schedule some time to go through your your retirement strategy to put together a tactical plan for your retirement, which I call the Your Financial EKG. So let's get into this strategy today. So we've got T&M, okay, the names have been changed to protect the innocent, and his current job, he's making about $29,000 a month. Now he is in commission sales, so that can vary, but we're going to retire in May of 2022, and the reason we're going to do that is because he wants to work full-time on his business. Now, his wife's already retired. We're 56 and 52 years old. Now, Social Security benefits. I want to go through each of these scenarios in detail. And so, it might be a little longer video than I normally do. So, for T, his primary benefit at 67 is going to be 3392 His wife she is currently getting a disability benefit of $567, and that's going to change when she gets to 63. We're going to have a spousal benefit of $1,696. Now, what a spousal benefit is, if you are a spouse, and there's two of you, right, married, and, you're a, and your spouse's Social Security is less than half of your Social Security. So let's say your Social Security is $3,000 and your spouse's is 1000 You have the ability to do what the Social Security Administration calls a spousal benefit. And I've done videos on this channel about that. And you can get up to half of the higher earner's Social Security benefit. So in this case... His Social Security is $3,392. His wife is going to get half of that when she gets to 63. Okay, He has to be claiming at 67. There's a lot of other rules when it comes to spousal benefits I don't want to get into today. But 
it's an option for individuals who, for his, in, in their case, the mom was a homemaker, okay, so she didn't have a lot of work in Social Security, and so we're trying to increase that benefit when they get to Social Security age. Now, no pension benefits. So from an asset standpoint, we talked about this on the board a little bit. They've got $20,000 in the bank. $489,000 in a brokerage account, meaning this is money, this $489,000 in a brokerage account, it's non-qualified, meaning we can pull that money out and only pay taxes on dividends, interest, and capital gains. And we get a tax write-off for capital losses. So there's not, this money, there's no penalty on. And I talk about this on the channel a lot. If you're wanting to retire early in your 50s, you want to create a non-taxable bucket of money, right? Because most people have 401ks, 403bs, maybe a SEP, an IRA, but we don't create these non-taxable buckets that don't have the tax penalties if we if we pull that money out before 59 and a half. Because there are these rules like the rule of 55 and 72 T's that allow you to get to your qualified money before age 59 and a half without penalty. But but what if we can like get away from that and just start creating a non-taxable bucket now so that if we want to retire at 55, we've got some other money to pull from. Now, he does have two IRAs that are worth $523,000. Um, his wife has a traditional IRA of $63,000. They have Roth IRAs of about $17,000 each, and the 401ks were $703,000, of which he's doing a monthly contribution of $2,250. So this 401k right here, this is the rule of 55 401k. So we've got $700,000. And remember what I talked about on the board, he's going to retire. We've got the 703 and the 489 that we can use for income, along with the $20,000 in the bank. The business right now is not paying any income. So we've got that bucket of money that we're going to have to use for income between now and sometime when the business starts paying us some income, which we're going to get into. Um, and so that's really the question. How, how long can we do that and sustain our retirement assets? And remember, they have higher expenses. Between $12,000 and $8,000 are their monthly expenses because of a healthcare cost that is an ongoing chronic disease that's going to be here forever. So it's not something we're going to be able to change because it's a chronic disease that's going to be with them for a long time. Uh, currently, protected assets, there is a car collection of $200,000. We talked about on the board, they got a million dollar house, $200,000 in a car collection, so their non-liquid assets are $1.2 million. So how does this break down? Currently, in market risk, they've got 98% of their investments are at market risk. So that's $1.8 million of market risk money. Just meaning if the market goes up and down, that money's going to go up and down with the market. From a tax standpoint, this is critical. They've got 70% of their money are pre-tax, meaning when they pull money out of pre-tax investments, they're going to pay taxes on that. They've got 26% of their money that's non-qualified, and this is awesome, right? This is a bucket of money that we can pull from and not pay a penalty on. They've got 1.86% of their money is Roth IRA, and 1% is 1099 interest. So that gives them $2 million in the software in, in assets, 200 of which is non-liquid, and another million that's not included in this is their house, which is a, a, is a non-liquid asset. So we're going to kind of not even talk about those. Now, the money that's in the market, 
we're giving a portfolio weighted average of 5.93%. The reason for that is the stock market has averaged 8% with inflation since 1957. So we're going to back that down two percentage points to 6%. Now, the reason it's 5.93% and not 6% is because the money in the bank is earning 0. 0.000000 nothing. Okay, so that brings down the portfolio weighted average a little bit. Now, what's not included in this is we have some deferred comp. We have a $200,000 in deferred comp, and I'm going to get to that, and it's going to pay out uh, for, uh, let me just go to that real quick because I'm actually forgetting it. We've got deferred comp. It's going to pay out $13,000 a year and it's going to go for five, or actually it's going to go for 15 years. Okay. So we've got that in income as well. That's an annual, uh, an annual boost to our overall income. Okay. So from an expense standpoint, we're going to start at $12,000 in expenses. And the reason I want to do that is I want to start on the high side and I want to see how long is our retirement income going to last. Now, average inflation rate, 3.24%. If you've watched this channel at all, I'm always going to have inflation at 3.24. The reason for that is um, I don't want to use the current inflation rate, which is 7%, because that would just kill the income. I want to use the 3.24. That's the 108-year average. Now, I'm a baseball fan. As you can see, we like averages. So I want to use the average because hopefully, even if we have something like this, like the 1970s, really, look at the 80s and 90s. It, it kind of it brought us back to our mean, right? It brought us back to the average. So we're going to use 3.24%. Cash flows, we went over this. We've got some deferred comp. That's $13,000 a year. Not monthly, just an annual $13,000 for 15 years. Now their current tax situation, they're in the 24% federal tax bracket. Their effective federal rate is about 15%. Their California projected state tax is 7.75. So this is something, again, that we've got to navigate over the next few years. I'm going to show you that. We're going to come back to taxes. It's just kind of where we're at right now. Okay. So retirement. Here, here's the thing we look at. So they're 56 and they're 52 years old. We need $12,000 in monthly expenses. We've got about $1.8 million. It's earning 5.93%. And we've got this annual cash flow of deferred comp for 15 years. How, how long is our money going to last? Well, with inflation, right now, they're going to be out of money at 70 and 66. That's the hard truth. They've got, what is that? 14 years of money. And then it's, and then it's gone. But we have this small business. And we've decided to throw ourselves 100% into this small business. We've got a storefront. We're building a distribution warehouse. We're wanting to distribute our, our, our products and services nationally, okay? Starting in California, we're going national. We're going to make this thing. Hopefully, it's going to be global and worldwide, and I am excited uh, for these clients to see what they're going to do in the future. So pumped for them and what they're going through. Um, but we've got to kind of see, okay, between age 56 for the male and 52 for the or female, we got to start having some income somewhere in here because here's what happens. Look at this, 1.8, you know, at about 65, so at about nine years, their money goes from 1.8 million down to 854,000, which means we lose a million dollars in less than 10 years. And so we've got to look at it and say, okay, cash flow, how much does the business need to pay us to survive? And so really, we're just going to use trial and error. So let's start. Uh, business income. And I asked him, I said, how long is it before you think the business will start paying you? And he said, well, let's do five years. So I said, okay, 
March of 2027, five years from now. And let's start with $5,000 a month and let's pay that out for life. So it's coming from a taxable external source. It's coming from the business and it's going to pay expenses. How long now does our income last? Ooh, we get another five years. So that's not enough, right? We were running out of money at 70. Now we're at 75. So starting in five years, getting $5,000 off the business, it gets us to 75. Let's go back to the cash flow. Let's adjust this up. Let's go to 7,000 real quick. I know the end of the story, so I can skip ahead a little bit. We go to retirement. Again, 7,000 only gets us to 77. So we got to go back to cash flows and we got to say, okay, $12,000 in expenses. How much does the business need to pay us? Let's go to 10,000. Oh, 100,000 would be good too. 10,000 in five years now gets us to 82. So we're getting closer to that mortality table. Now to him, when I started talking about this, I said, well, we're going to need $10,000 if 12,000 is your expenses. We're going to need a rate of return of 8%. We're going to need a, another million and a half dollars. And he's like, oh, okay, that's not sustainable. And I said, okay, the only thing we can do is we got to go to expenses. We got to look at this $12,000 figure. And so we, we delegate, we kind of, we went through some, some visits together. He came back and he said, hey, Drew, um, just found out that our healthcare insurance, not the cost for the chronic care, but our health insurance is now going to be covered by the business 100%. So that's not going to have to come out of pocket. So we're able to lower our expenses to $8,000. I said, oh, that's great. Now let's go back to cash flow. So our expenses went from 12 to eight and our cash flow, let's take it back down to five. Remember, they were running out of money in, in, in 14 years. If we add the $5,000, they were running out of money in basically you know, 19 years. But now we've lowered our expenses. We brought the cash flow back down to 5,000. Look at this, they never run out of money. So just a simple tweak they went and did the hard work. They said, okay, we've got to figure out a way to get our expenses down. We want to run this small business full-time. We want to go all in on our dream, but we've got to figure out a way to do it. And by using the software and working together, we were able to figure out a way that they could lower their expenses. They did that work. And we said, okay, within the next five years, this business has got to pay you $5,000 a month or you're going to run out of money. Okay. Now from a tax standpoint, they're in a good tax place. Obviously it's something that we've got to, you know, really look at every year and say, okay, what are our taxes going to be now that the business continues to grow? But from tax standpoint, I'm not as concerned. The biggest issue for me is making sure that business is going to pay them some income. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope it inspired you. Maybe you're wanting to start your own business and you just don't know how. Maybe you're wanting to take that leap of faith, but you can't put the numbers together. Give me a call. Let's talk about this. Let's figure out your retirement journey, your financial EKG to make sure that you can get to and through retirement and protect your ability to stay in retirement. Thank you so much for watching. Go raise. God bless. Bye-bye.